there was a reverse glory hole wall. Oh, what is that? That was the best I have ever had. Who is that? I want to thank them and give them a hug. And he was like, you didn't know it was a woman. I had no idea because I was behind a curtain. I could not see anything. He put his hands inside of me and it's like, as soon as he goes in, goes straight up and just like starts moving his fingers around and it just starts flowing. Wait, the whole hand? At what point did he become like more of a cuck in your eyes? So, I mean, he did clean me up that night. Oh. I enjoy my vibrator a lot. Who yeah, doesn't? And then penetration as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was having sex with another man. The other man came in his condom. We took the condom and I gave it to my husband for him to drain it into his mouth. And the husband likes it. He loved it. Do you like it? Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, you might want to pull out now. So dirty talk, so sex talk. Yeah, it it started off as dirty talk. I was actually, like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Oh, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. And if you'd like to support this show, which I hope you do, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash Win. We've got some fun and exciting things coming up in the new year. My guest today is a 37-year-old woman named Dee. Her husband is 47. They've been together 10 years, married for five. She works in the financial industry, and Dee says when they met, she had just gotten out of a vanilla marriage and really wanted to start exploring her sexuality. And boy, are they doing that. (laughs) Welcome to the show. So you wanted to start fulfilling some fantasies, right? Absolutely. Um, When I was with my ex-husband, it was just very vanilla, once or twice a month sex. And it was not what I wanted to do. (laughs) Did you say twice a month? Yes, it was very rare. And I remember towards the end of our relationship, like, I would surprise him and be like, okay, just bend me over and let's do it right here, right now. And he's like, what? What are you doing? We can't be doing this. And I'm like, okay. So was he very religious? Was that the reason? It wasn't necessarily him being religious. It was more about, I really think, like his masculinity. Because there were also times that I wanted to engage in anal and he refused because he told me it was gay. Oh. Yes. Well, I wonder where all that came from, because normally it's kind of a religious thing, you know, where they're mm-hmm. raised being told certain things. Okay, bummer, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then you get divorced, and then you meet this new guy. Did you, going into this, were you like right away kind of really open about things? So we began as friends, and we were chatting back and forth. You know, we had worked together and we were chatting back and forth. And one of our conversations were about, you know, things that we fantasized about and what we wanted to do. And one thing I had mentioned to him was I really wanted to have sex with multiple men at the same time. Oh, like a gangbang. Yes. Or, you know, a threesome or a foursome or moresome. And he was all into that. He was like, yes, I love that idea. (laughs) Oh, you found a live one. (laughs) At this point, you're only talking to a friend, right? 
Yes. After you revealed this, did that friendship kind of quickly move into something else? It began to evolve. I remember us playing a game one time. I think it was like categories or something. And we were on the same team. We had gotten every single answer correct. After that, you know, we we started to go forward in our friendship into more of a relationship. How do you move from talking about fantasies to then trying to make some of them come true? Once we were in a relationship, about four to five months after that, we actually went to a swingers club. Oh, have you ever been in one? I had never been to one before. Do you know whether the new boyfriend has had any lifestyle experiences? He's been in mostly vanilla relationships. He has had relationships in his early life where, you know, they were sluts. And that's one thing that he really loved about them. But there was never any kind of going out there and being with other people. So tell me about this trip to the swing club. You'd never been in one before. Never been to one before. I had no idea what to expect. This was up in Seattle. We walked in, you know, we checked in, got the tour of the place. You know, there were so many different rooms, so many different levels. You know, there was an outdoor area because this place also doubled as a a wedding venue. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I just remember, you know, we're like, okay, after we get our tour, we go put our stuff in a locker and, you know, we walk up to a room and it's kind of like a, I guess a voyeur slash, you know, coupling room and we sit down on a bed across from this other bed and there are these people, you know, getting it on and they're like, hey, come join us. And so I'm like, okay. And I get in and I just start getting involved. And, you know, my husband's right there with me and they're like, do you like girls? I'm like, no, I don't know what to do with them. Okay, that's no problem. No, I don't. And I still don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But at this point, he's, he's still just your boyfriend. Yes, he is still just my boyfriend. Okay. So when you said you got in there, what like what did you do? Um, so it was also the first time I ever had sex with a black man. So they were just having sex with me. I had sex with a man while I was sucking another man off and you know, my husband there, he's stroking my head and oh. it was just a euphoric experience. So but he wasn't one of the men you were having sex with? No, he was just a, a bystander. He was watching. Oh, he was just there for moral support. Yes, he was my moral support. Nice. So then you've kind of found something that kind of cool and kinky, right? Yes. Now, why wasn't he involved in anything? He really, truly enjoyed watching me get the pleasure. There were other times where, you know, he would be involved with other women as well. But his true thing was watching me receive pleasure and have fun. That's like his kink. Like he loves to see me having fun with other men. So when you leave the sex club and, you know, you're back to your regular lives, how did it affect you guys in the bedroom? Oh, it made everything so much more passionate. Really? Yes, we would be, you know, we would be having sex with each other and just discussing, like, not really talking like a discussion, but just being like, oh, my God, yes, I just had sex with all these different men. And, oh, my God, they felt so amazing. And he's just like, you can see it in his eyes, the passion and drive in his eyes. Like, he was just like, I love this. I I, I love feeling you after other men have had you. And this is just so amazing for me. And, you know, we would talk about it afterwards, you know, without intercourse, of course. But he just absolutely loved it and was enthralled with it from the beginning. Okay. So it sounds like we've got the makings of a cuck. Yes. I didn't exactly know at first what that was, but you Uh know, I always say we started as swingers, but he was always more of a voyeur than a soft swap, full swap kind of swinging dynamic. Mm -hmm. 
Were you hooked then after that first trip? Oh, yes. What did you do? So after that first trip, we went to Adult Friend Finder and we met up with a gentleman at a bar. It was actually, I guess, the floor bar of the building. He had a penthouse in that building and we went up to his penthouse and one thing led to another. I'm there on my knees with that other gentleman and then we're in the bedroom and my husband is fully involved and DP happens, you know. (laughs) Okay. So then this is a threesome. Yes. It turns into a threesome. Okay. I'm sure you did the um, the swinger pit. Uh, what did they? The swinger. What did they call that? A, a spit roast. Yes. Uh, well, this wasn't exactly a spit roast, just because I had my husband in my vagina and this other gentleman was in my ass. Okay, so you did DP. Yes. But at first, it was just me and him, me and the other gentleman playing, and then it was like, let's try this out, and. That was like what my core fantasy was when I was first like speaking with my husband was what we did that night. Oh, okay. So so your core fantasy was a DP. Mm-hmm. And how was it? It was amazing. I loved it. I loved like sitting on top of my husband, looking into his eyes while I had somebody else behind me and just like all the motion and just like all the passion between my husband and I and we're connecting on a different level. It was just a very good bringing together experience between he and I. Was there any interaction between your husband and the other man? No. Okay. And then what did you guys do? You're moving <laughs> right along here. You're doing very well. You're doing very well, Dee. Thank you. Then, you know, um, we would go to the swinger clubs from time to time, and it was hit or miss. Like, sometimes it would just be full-on just couples and that just wasn't really what we were into because it was either like, oh, how about your what your girlfriend and my wife, you know, make out and do stuff. And it's like, eh, that's not really my thing. Um, so you really had no interest in being with other women. I did not. Okay. Did you try it? I've had other women do things to me. Like right before we moved away from Seattle, we went to that swingers club one more time. And, you know, they were announcing it and talking about it to everyone that it was our last night going to be there. And so I had a lot of people approaching me. And there was one point where I was, um, I was on an ottoman and someone was on a couch and I was sucking him off while I had someone else behind me having sex with me. And then I had a lady beneath me and she was licking me at the same time. Okay. Hold on. I'm just trying to catch up. Just trying to, (laughs) just trying to picture this. Okay. Very nice. Uh, All right. And you found that enjoyable? Yes, it was a lot of fun. People would call me a pillow princess. Yes, that's what I was just about to say. (laughs) And you're okay with that? Yeah, that's fine. That's nothing derogatory or wrong with that. Right. So it's, you know, it's whatever you're into and whatever anyone else is into, right? Exactly. And that was like, you know, eight years ago, too. Well, has anything changed in eight years? I mean, we went to an event two weeks ago, so and I was willing to go beyond those boundaries, but I don't know if I'm going to go there yet. <laughs> so did you? I did not with anyone. However, I was a pillow princess again. There was a reverse glory hole wall. Oh, what is that? So a glory hole is, you know, where the man stands behind a wall and he sticks his penis through the hole. Um, the reverse glory hole is there's like a, a bed kind of thing. And the woman, she just like puts her bottom half outside of a curtain and her legs are up. And so there was a woman I was not aware of, but she was eating me out and doing all kinds of things with me. And after everything was said and done, I went to my husband. I was like, that was the best I have ever had. Who is that? I want to thank them and give them a hug. And he was like, you didn't know it was a woman. I had no idea because I was behind a curtain. I could not see anything. 
I see. And I was like, that was the best thing ever. And it was, he was like, oh, it was so-and-so. And I was like, oh, we talked to her earlier. So we went out and found her and I gave her a hug and I told her thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so eight years later, you still really haven't tried it. I have not. You're still a pillow princess. I'm still a pillow princess, but I was willing to explore and do different things. Like we had a, a friendly competition. It wasn't really a competition at all. It was just really a bringing together of other women in the lifestyle. And it was called our Slut Sister Bingo. <laughs> so it was a bingo card and each of the different squares had different things. And the squares that I had suggested had a lot to do with anal. And some squares that others had suggested were a lot to do with girl on girl. And so I was like, okay, I'll try it. You know, there's, I've never tried it before. I've always been concerned about doing it, but I feel comfortable with these ladies that if I have a question or a concern or if I'm doing it right, doing it wrong, I can actually talk to them and I'll feel comfortable speaking with them about it. And they could help me walk through what I'm supposed to do. So I was in a very comfortable place. Okay, but hold on a second. Hold on. So you know what you like when people go down on you, mm -hmm. right? Okay. What's your question really? Like, what, what, How do you do it? I don't even know how you're supposed to do it. But, but you know what you like. I do. Well, so, okay, I'll backspace a little bit. One of my hard limits is I never enjoyed men going down on me. Oh. That was one of my hard limits. And I just recently opened it up about three months ago, trying to re-explore it rather than keeping it off the books. My hard limits before were kissing and people going down on me. So with both of those, I'm lifting them up. I'm exploring them again just to see, you know, because it has been you know, 10 years. So those are the different things I'm exploring in. And I actually did squirt for the first time about two months ago, and it was really good. And I know how to do that, but I have nails. So it's difficult to do that with nails. Okay. <laughs> D, mm -hmm. pretend I have no idea because I don't. <laughs> All right. Explain to me what happened when you squirted for the first time. You have these glands. Some people think that squirting is just urine coming out of you, but it really is not. You have these glands. I don't know exactly what they're called, but they're on your G-spot area. And when it's hit the right way or touched the right way, you squirt. You have a, a fluid that comes out of you. Some people shoot it across the room. Some people just ooze it out. It just depends on the person. So basically, it's like the spongy part inside your vagina. So I had a, a man, you know, he was... He put his hands inside of me and it's like, as soon as he goes in, goes straight up and just like starts moving his fingers around and it just starts flowing. Wait, the whole hand? No. Oh, okay. Goodness, no. I have not done that before <laughs> and I, I really don't have a, a lot of preference for that. But yeah, no, it was like two or three fingers. I don't know how many was. Okay. Gosh, we're just all over the place. I am going to, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to rewind to the yeah. spot where we're talking about you not being sure about how to go down on a woman. Mm -hmm. You enjoy it when your husband does it to you? Mm -mm. Oh, you don't? I never enjoyed it personally at all. Like it's oh. never been something that I've truly enjoyed. You enjoy penetration more? Yes and no. I enjoy my vibrator a lot. Who yeah, doesn't? And then penetration as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, after these experiences over the past couple of months, you know, now I'm directing my husband as to what I enjoy and what I like. So, yes, it is getting really good with that. This is really interesting because most women enjoy the clitoral stimulation more than penetration. Yes. And that's where my vibrator comes in play. 
Right. But what about all these humans you're interacting with? <laughs> so you don't want the oral. Mm -hmm. Like, how were you having your orgasms? So the reason I wasn't truly into oral was because at the very beginning of our adventures, um, it was a lot of multiples or gangbangs, you know, and you have a lot of men just trying to prove themselves or trying to like get down there and it just did not feel good whatsoever. So I was just like, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, but then what was your preference? What did you want instead of oral? I loved anal and I loved traditional penetration or just giving oral sex to men. Oh, like for me, those turn me on so much. Like just thinking about those different acts and what goes into play with them is just a huge turn on for me because I'm I'm a pleaser. I love pleasing people. Mm hmm. I'm a, let's see if we can try to get back on track here. So now it's 10 years later, right? So you've been in the lifestyle 10 years? About 10 years, yes. Uh, you still haven't gone down on another woman? Correct. So you're still a pillow princess? Yes, ma'am. You enjoy the DP? Yes. Have you done DVP? I have. You Do you like that? It was exciting. It, meaning it only happened once? It's only happened once. It was at a gangbang in Chicago. My, well, you're my... just traveling the country with these gangbangs. <laughs> You got to go or you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you really, okay, so you moved from Seattle to where? Can you tell me? Houston. So from Seattle to Texas. Mm -hmm. How did you end up in Chicago at a gangbang? We found out about this group online. I'm not sure exactly where, but at one point, my husband was actually living in Seattle and I was living in Texas. And we met for the first one that we went to, we actually met in Chicago. So you found a gangbang group in Chicago. Yes. There has to be one that's closer, but what is special about, about the one that you found in Chicago? So the one in Chicago, it was hosted at someone's home and they had it in their basement. It was about 25 men to three to four women. Oh. They would have like a, a dinner for everyone to like meet and greet initially and then, you know, the women would go up to the front of the dinner area and we would introduce ourselves and what our hard limits were, what we liked, what we don't like. And then the men were taken down into the basement. They were given the no means no discussions, you know, always wear a condom. You know, this is hand sanitizer. This is lubrication. Know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the women, you know, we were told, you know, if anyone does anything that you don't like. We have, you know, two off-duty police officers here that are our security and just let either one of them know and we'll take care of it. So it was wow. a very safe and secure environment. It sounds very well organized. Mm -hmm. It was very well. 25 men to three or four women. Mm -hmm. You were one of the women. Were yes. the other women like wives or girlfriends of, of some of the men? I know that every once in a while they would bring like a porn star in. Oh. So it would be like me somebody that's like a porn star. I feel like there was always a lady that was there by herself and then someone that was coupled with someone else. Mm, and then just a bunch of other men. Yes. Okay. Was your boyfriend then part of this gangbang? He was. Um, he didn't do anything with me. He did, you know, watch me. And then he also, you know, had some blowjobs on the side and played a little bit on the side. But he was mostly there, like basically holding my legs up. He's so nice. He's so sweet. He is a sweet guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. At what point did he become like more of a cuck in your eyes? So, I mean, he did clean me up that night. Oh. Yes. 
Um, we went home. I still had come all over me because a lot of women don't like to have men come on their faces. Um, that's something that I really do like. I, I think it's really hot. So we had, uh, I had all the dried cum all over my body and we went back to the hotel and he licked it all up and he loved it. Ooh. We were still kind of in like a hot wife kind of stag type of relationship. The moment that he truly became a cuck was our third trip to Chicago. And that was the year that he proposed to me. And when he proposed to me, he gave me the ring and I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, you know, I never expected that in the first place. And, you know, I told him in his ear, I was like, by the way, you don't get to touch me until all these other men touch me. He proposed to you right before the gangbang? Mm-hmm. It was a Thursday and the gangbang was on a Saturday. So from Thursday to Saturday, your man can't touch you. Mm-hmm. He will wait until after all the other men have had their way with you. Yes. Okay. It drove him crazy. So while we were there... We actually went to one of the local sex stores there and we we're just looking at different things, you know, vibrators, outfits, whatever. And I came across, you know, a thing of cages. Did you know what they were? I did. And I was very intrigued. I was like, ooh, look at all these. And my husband was like, oh, wow, those are really nice. And I was like, yeah, too bad you're not my cuck. And he gave me a look and I was like, do you want to be my cuckold? He's like, yes. I was like, all right, I got a cage for you and put it on. Wow. So, and the rest is history. And the rest is history. <laughs> so you've never looked back. <laughs> never looked back. It's been, it's still evolving, you know, because there's such a wide variation of the cuckold dynamic. But yeah. Um, okay. So where are you guys today? What's your dynamic like? So today, so we went to this event recently. Um, he was caged the entire time because he's always caged whenever I'm playing. Whenever I have something regularly going on, he is caged permanently to where he just gets milked, which is a, a prostate milking type of thing. What? Um, no, 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 no. Stop. No, no. Stop. <laughs> Explain that. Okay. So it's basically um, he's in his cage still and he's given prostate stimulation via his anus and along with like vibrations of like my vibrator on top of his penis. And that is how he comes. While he's still in his cage? Yes. Does he get erect? Not that much. Well, because he's in a cage, right? Exactly. Yeah. He gets as hard as he can. Is that painful? Um, I, yeah. Yeah. After our event this past weekend, whenever he took it off, he was in a little bit of pain. But he likes it. Oh, he loved it. Uh, and so you call that milking? Milking, yes. Okay. So, so now, oh boy. So now... <laughs> D, mm -hmm. now your thing is like he goes long times in chastity and the only orgasms he has is when you milk him? So long I have something on a regular basis. COVID definitely put a damper on that. I still have sex with my husband. I love my husband. I have sex with him. But, you know, we spoke about this. And once I get something back on the regular basis, then yes, he will be strictly milked. Wow. Okay. What about the other stuff that people often hear about, the degradation and humiliation? So on the humiliation aspect, um, it's not necessarily done while I'm playing with someone. I mean, I will be in the throes of passion and, you know, I'll talk about how much better this person is doing it than he can do it or how much bigger this other person is. However, most of that happens when it's just he and I and we're having sex together and, you know, he'll be having sex with me and I'll just be telling him about how much better this other guy was and how much bigger he was and how I can barely feel him. And, you know, he just comes instantly. 
he does clean up. So that's part of the humiliation part, I would assume. Mm -hmm. And he really enjoys that. Oh, he loves it. One of the things that our slut sister bingo card brought to the table was uh, feeding the cum from a condom to them. Uh, uh-huh. And that was the first time we had ever done that. And he actually truly enjoyed it. Okay. Walk me through it. I was having sex with another man. The other man came in his condom. We took the condom and I gave it to my husband for him to drain it into his mouth. And the husband likes it. He loved it. Do you like it? I thought it was hot because, you know, it has all of my scents all over it. And he is wanting to be a part of it and doing it that way. And it was amazing. Okay. So the satisfaction you get out of him doing that, is it more emotional? Like, boy, he's going to do this for me. Absolutely. It's definitely emotional. And then, you know, when we're just together and our dynamic together, when no one else is around is just so much stronger. And I assume that your regular friends don't know you guys are into this stuff. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. And do you like it that way or do you wish you could be open? You know, I do like it that way because there is so much judgment with lifestyle. Now, if it were to come out that I am in the lifestyle, I would fully embrace it. I'm not going to shy away from it and shy away from who I am. I'm not going to go hide in a hole because this is what I like. This is what my husband likes. This is what we'd like to do together. Like we do this together. It's a partnership. And I feel like we have the best communication. We talk about everything. Um, there's so many couples out there that don't really talk that much at all. And I love my relationship and I'm not going to let somebody's judgment on me damper that. You can find her on Twitter. She's at naughty hot wife and the number seven. Next time on Consenting Adults, a lonely housewife leaves her husband, builds an empire, and after 10 years of celibacy, puts an ad on Craigslist for a cuck. She's now happily married in a non-monogamous relationship. He left an instruction before he arrived. He wanted my husband to bring him his drink, drop to his knee, and suck his dick as an establishment of who's in charge here. That's next time on Consenting Adults.